Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi folks, I would like to introduce myself. My name is Payal and I am a traveler who also loves to meet people. And I think a blend of both is where this concept of melting pot has come about. In my melting pot series, I will be talking to lots of inspiring people from different parts of the world and also from different cultures whom I meet during all my travels. The common factor between these folks will be the desire to follow their passion and make it a way of life. So step into this melting pot and enjoy the chats. Welcome to another episode of Melting Pot, a series of conversations with some very inspiring guests from all over the world. Today's guest is talking to me, I mean, all the way really from New Zealand. <laughs> Brittany Cosgrove and her sister Johanna founded a social enterprise called Nope Sisters, which is a t-shirt brand, but with a difference. I'm going to quote them. So in their words, they've said, we know a t-shirt can't change the world, but we dream that it might empower someone to change a viewpoint or share something good to create social change one tea at a time. I think that is a very powerful message from this really young duo and I can't wait for Brittany to talk more about it and to share her story with us. So Brittany, it gives me great pleasure to welcome you to Melting Pot. Oh, thank you so much. Well, I'm very happy to be here. You know, I'd like to know about you and your sister, a little bit about your background and, you know, which part of New Zealand are you from? Because I have listeners from all over the world and, you know, it would be interesting for them to to understand a little bit about your culture and also, of course, not forgetting Nope Sisters, which I think is just an amazing enterprise. So I'm going to hand, I mean, not literally, but I'm going <laughs> to hand over the mic to you um, so that you can share your story with me and my listeners. Right. So me and Hannah, we're about 18 months apart in age. Um, so we've it's just the two of us in our family. So we've always been very close as it's just us. We were, we're from Wellington, New Zealand. Um, that's where we're currently living as well. Um, but we sort of have spent a lot of time all over the places. Our dad was in the army when we were growing up. So we went to a couple of postings and did a lot of that growing up. Um, the postings but, were outside of uh, New Zealand or within New Zealand? Some within New Zealand. And we did. We spent three years in Sydney in Australia when we were kids. 
and I think our, I mean, our journey didn't really start with Nope Sisters until about four years ago, but um, our first t-shirt, the Mastectity, was actually inspired by our mum's uh, journey with breast cancer. She had uh, a mastectomy and she had radiotherapy treatment when we were in a, when we were teenagers. I mean, I handmade the first t-shirt, I hand embroidered it as sort of like a cool way to just like do something for her and then my sister saw it and was like so the t-shirt is like it's a boob and a scar so it is sort of like an embroidery representation of a of a mastectomy and we and then my sister saw it and she was like this is really cool can you make me one I was like yeah absolutely and then my sister posted it on Instagram and then it's sort of like overnight just people were like oh can I get one of these can I get one of these can I get one of these and we we're like oh wow this is a really sort of viable business option for us and also a really great way to to raise money because um, we were originally giving our donations for the mastectomy to our mum's dragon boating team which is made up of breast cancer survivors called Can Survive. Wow that's um, amazing yeah yeah so we were like oh well we'll raise money for them as well and then yeah and it sort of just kept growing from there because we were like oh well this has been great to raise money for for can survive and raise awareness about breast cancer but like what else can we do we didn't want to be sort of like pigeonholed to to one charity because there's you know there's so many things that we could be helping out with so that's when we sort of started to extend our range we moved to the Nope t-shirt, which raises money for Sexual Abuse Help Wellington, and then the Period t-shirt that raises money for WA Collective, and then just started expanding our range from there. And, I mean, people have kept buying them, and it's still going. So, yeah, basically. So why uh, why Nope Sisters? Because um, it's quite an interesting, uh, an interesting name, brand name, rather. Um, I think... Because we came up with the name within 24 hours of people wanting to buy the mastectomy because we were like, great, this is idea. This is a great idea. Let's just roll with it. Let's come up with a business name now and we'll do an Instagram and Facebook page and, and whatnot. And I think we came up with Note Sisters because it's just, I mean, it's something that me and my sister say often to things that we just don't like. You just we don't like. We just yeah, don't like. No. Nah, <laughs> no, no. So I think it was kind of just like a way of being like, like, uh, it's our way of sort of rejecting something that we don't necessarily like agree with or like. If that if that makes sense, it's it's like nope to any kind of injustice really. And I think it was a good way for us to sort of keep our options open in terms of um, working with other charities like what else are we saying not to really yeah 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 so it kind of it sends a message I guess yeah yeah hmm, interesting so then you uh, decided to you know start helping other sort of not communities but other uh, people in in need or because I, I read on your website that you've also mentioned, you know, an experience, a personal sexual assault experience. So would you, you know, so, so was that also something that kind of 
you wanted to communicate and send a message out um so do you have t-shirts that also i mean i don't want you to talk about the personal experience <laughs> but you know that i guess is also something that you wanted to support right yeah definitely it's something that's very very i mean all of the all of the charities that we've partnered with have been very close to our hearts as and it's something that we've personally sort of like experienced like up close um and so the note t-shirt was something that I really wanted to do just as my own personal way of trying to deal with it in in a way sort of the, because it, we came out with the note tea before the me too movement and and I personally was just sort of like coming to terms with everything that it happened even though it was like 10 years ago and that was just my way personally of dealing with it and I had no idea that other people would sort of take the t-shirt and take what it represented and really get behind it and support it and sort of use it as their way to express what has happened to them without having to have a really awkward and intense conversation with people it's like what a lot of I mean, the T-shirts are great ways of being able to bring up a conversation that is uncomfortable and tense. I think that's important for us to be doing at the moment. But it's also a way to have that conversation with people without having to say anything, really, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. So I, I have also read that, you know, you kind of promote uh, sustainability in a big way so tell me and my listeners a little bit about you know the t-shirts and what kind of uh, material that you use and where do you source it from and you know so you're also supporting sustainability right so, I mean I think it covers a huge spectrum of the kind of messages that you want to express and and get out there through whatever you have printed on your tees right well I feel like with everything that we know today everything that we know now about sustainability about the cause and effect of of fast fashion and and you know non-biodegradable products and and whatnot I just I don't I think it's only fair, like, I don't understand how people cannot start a business today and not be sustainable. It takes a little bit of extra effort, and but at the end of the day, I don't understand how anybody on their conscience can start a business now and not take the option of using sustainable products, really. And, yeah, I think, you know, when as we grew with the business, we were presented with these options, like, oh, would you like to use biodegradable packaging or would you like to use plastic? And, you know, it's just the options that you choose. It's like, would you like organic cotton or not organic cotton? And you choose the organic cotton and you just try and make up for the cost that you're spending on that in, in other ways because I just don't think I could have it on my conscience if I knew that the clothes that we were making were being made by people that were underpaid and undertreated and were bad for the environment you know yeah so where do you source all your uh, material from within New Zealand itself uh no so um our base 
shirts at the moment are from a New Zealand company called AS Colour. They have an organic range, um, and we use um, their organic range. And they get that from, they have an organic factory in Bangladesh, I believe. And uh, it's got an A-grade ethical rating, which is great. And, I mean, before we decided to go with them, we gave them, we sent a lot of emails back and forth to make sure that all of their workers were paid fairly and, like, parts of the profit were going back into the community and... And, and there's no child, um, child, and, and yeah, there's no child stuff. slave labor or yeah, anything yeah. like that at all. And I mean, also the the A grade ethical rating sort of speaks for itself. But we just wanted to absolutely make sure for ourselves. And then they get embroidered right here in Wellington by the there's some amazing woman. It's called A One Embroidery in Patoni. And so I do pick up there every week. So I go and see them and say hi and you know, check in on them and be like, hope you like it, and and it's great. So, I mean, we're very close with them, the oh, embroidered. It's, it's like a community of of women. Yeah. Okay, okay. Hmm, that's, that's, um, that's so cool. And have you thought of, because at the moment, it's only tees, right? Um, it's just, it is basics at the moment. I mean, we have hoodies and track pants and... And like some basic dresses and stuff. But I mean, I would love to expand our range. And I would also love to sort of going into the, you know, sort of thinking ahead, be able to be a lot more hands-on with the manufacturing process and and go overseas and check out some places myself and, you know, see if we can have our own sort of base things made. Right, so you're yeah. So then you you you're doing it independent of having to depend on anyone else. Yeah, um, yeah. So you're more hands on. That yeah. makes sense. And just yeah, and just that way, you know, we can sort of oversee everything and make sure that it's right. You know, that everything's sustainable and ethical and and you know up to up to the standards that we want the brand to be at. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you shipping internationally as well? Yes, we do ship oh. international. We're working on <laughs> we're working on um, it, the international shipping becoming faster and more efficient because at the moment it's just sort of going through the postal systems and especially with COVID and everything, things seem to be taking a quite a long time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, especially with. You know, we was this year was very much like our year to move forward and ex- expand and do all of those sorts of things that we wanted to do. But I mean, COVID has knocked us back a little bit in terms of like postage, and we can't go overseas to check out any ma- and manufacturers or anything. So we're just sort of working with what we've got at the moment, really. And yeah, I think, I think this year has knocked a lot of people back. Yeah. But, you know, hopefully in the coming year, things will, you know, I don't think it will take a while before things get back to what it was. And maybe we have to deal with a new normal, which is not the normal that we've been used to. But, you know, I'm sure for your business, things will, I mean, it'll be great if you're able to actually find a manufacturing unit on your, you know, 
and and you work independently with them i'm sure it's going to happen but not new zealand do you is it i mean what is the reason for not having a manufacturing uh, unit in new zealand itself you're listening to a fusion of stories recounted for the first time ever by some fascinating people from across the globe with me pile on this very unique and special podcast series melting pot i mean in all of my wildest dreams i would love to set up a manufacturer in new zealand but they've all been they've all been moved overseas really there isn't any left here not not for the scale that we need to i mean there's a few manufacturers for exclusive sort of boutique line things but um not for just sort of like the scale that we need it done I mean, I would love to set up a, a manufacturer here in New Zealand, but that costs a lot of money that yeah. we still need to get. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And and you're so far removed from the rest of the world, right? Yeah. It, well, we still need to import all of the fabrics and everything, really. It is quite difficult, to, you know, working from New Zealand because, yeah, we are quite um, isolated in some sense. Like, I think, I still think that we don't have amazon here i really? don't think there is or no- if we do, if we do i think we only recently got it i remember about a year ago trying to order something on amazon and they were like oh are you in new zealand no you can't we don't <laughs> deliver there and we're like oh okay <laughs> but i mean you know i have never been to new zealand but it is on my list of of countries to visit um because i hear that it's absolutely stunning i mean i've been to australia several times but i think so i mean it's it's remote but there is a lot of there's so much nature and um you can be driving for miles on end and it's apparently really really beautiful so i i'm i'm excited and i'm hoping i would have done it this year but and come and met you personally but (laughs) i guess um it has to to wait but it is definitely on my list so so let's see your three years spent in sydney in comparison to i mean could you draw some parallels or or what was your experience there versus and how old were you and you know is is it similar is it different it it's, it would be interesting to get a perspective from someone who's kiwi yeah so i spent i spent 3 years there as a as a kid um from the ages of 8 to 11 and then um moved back to wellington and then when i turned about 18 i decided to go back to sydney and I was in Sydney for another just over a year and a half and then I moved to Melbourne for a year and then I ended up coming home. It's quite odd because a lot of the world would view Australia and New Zealand as basically being the same place but I think that's sort of like saying to an American or a Canadian that Canada and America are basically the same place. (laughs) Okay. Like (laughs) that's the best way to compare it to Australia is like America and New Zealand is like Canada we're a lot nicer (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah there's a lot more nature and everybody's just a bit more chilled out over here um I think 
I think also it depends where you go in Australia as well because there's so much there's so much like vast country land and I think the juxtaposition between the the country and the cities is so large in Australia because it's just like miles and miles of nothingness and then like huge big cities yeah like Sydney has the same amount of people as we have in the whole country. Yeah. So so living there was just like there's so many people. And the pollution I noticed was it's really bad. Yeah. It's yeah. very bad. And yeah. you, and I guess that's something that we're quite I mean, we're quite lucky to not really experience it here. But also we're it's we're quite unaware of it. We're like, oh it's not pollution i mean it's bad but it's not that bad when we look outside but um like it, it's it's nothing it's nothing compared to and sydney is so is small compared to other cities so like i i just couldn't i just couldn't even imagine really yeah and i guess you were there when you were a kid and then you went back again mm. when you were a teenager so for you, being a teenager living there by yourself would have been a completely different experience as well as from when you were with your parents. So, yeah. So what other than the wines and, um, you know, the beautiful, I mean, the amazing food that you get in New Zealand, and we get a taste of it here in Singapore because a lot of it gets imported from, from New Zealand. What else is special? I mean, I am just very aware that we have such a large and amazing agriculture community here. I think, actually, I think one of the most special things that I that I love about New Zealand is the ability to be able to jump between a city and the country within a very short span of time, like. Like I live here in Wellington, and I mean, I know compared to a lot of people, it isn't like a city, but you still get some of the the city life in terms of like shopping and bars and you know contention of people. And but I can travel half an hour north, and I'm in the middle of a farm. Like just being able to jump between nature and and city, I really really enjoy. I think that. Um, that was one thing that I missed a lot when I was living in Australia is I just started to lose my mind a little bit. I was like, I just need to go and see something that's green and I need to touch it and I need to see it. I'm going to lose my mind. I didn't realize how much I needed it for my own mental health until I was away from it because it's just green everywhere here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the produce must be so fresh and, you know, uh, you can pick it up when it's just, I I can actually visualize. uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's always, it's always great to have a couple of friends that live out of town that have veggie gardens because like the difference between food fresh from the garden and supermarket food is astronomically different and it is and it's just so good and so actually yeah whenever I go as soon as I come home the first thing I want is an apple I'm like (laughs) apples everywhere else that I've been in the world I hate them they're horrible but as soon as I come home I'm like oh the apples here are so good (laughs) it's always what I want first thing when I come home I'm like oh somebody get me an apple (laughs) 
you obviously are you know spoiled and you're also lucky to to be able to have so much you know fresh produce and and it i'm sure it's all organically grown and all of that so uh, yeah yeah oh my god i can't wait to get on a plane and come yeah. to zealand yeah but i guess it has to wait for a few hopefully just a few months and not longer than that it's yeah, been yeah. so nice talking to you britney thank you i know it's it's what it's 5 pm where you are yeah and it's it's 1 pm where i am so oh, yes yeah, so it's my lunch time your tea time <laughs> you know i've really enjoyed listening to you and i'm sure my listeners will will also um, when the episode gets published and good luck with nope sisters and you know i'm i'm actually going to get on to your website one more time and and order for some some t-shirts and other clothing that like tracks and you know whatever else that i can find and it may come through the postal system but i can wait yeah well i hope you i hope you love them you say i'm like singapore's not that far away Yeah, Singapore is not. You think it wouldn't take too long? Well, I hope so. I mean, if it was um it, it, since you're saying it's the postal service, I'm not sure, but yeah, I don't think it'll take longer than a week. I, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, this is the thing is that it completely depends on the postal service. Yeah. Sometimes it's like a week and sometimes it's 6 weeks and it's like, oh. Yeah. You just you never know, but we're doing our best at the moment and hopefully we can just make some improvements and grow and and keep going the way that we're going but yeah it's been really great to talk to you yeah i'm i'm confident that you will so look after yourselves be safe and i'll speak to you soon yeah thank you so much it is so heartening to hear how britney's personal experiences in life encouraged her to start nope sisters as a social enterprise Her concern for sustainability gives us hope that the young are so aware and conscious and are also trying to make a difference. I really enjoyed my conversation with Brittany and hope you have also enjoyed listening to her and have taken away some positive messages from this chat. So until the next episode of Melting Pot, this is Pile signing off. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.